You're listening to Queer Travel Chat by Too Bad Tourists. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Queer Travel Chat. My name is Austin. I am one half of the blogger duo Too Bad Tourists. And joining me every week here across from me today is David. Hi, guys. I'm here, too. So we are excited to talk about Northern Kentucky today. We have uh, Julia and Hannah, who are a local married couple uh, that have agreed to be on the podcast. And we got connected uh, to them through the Northern Kentucky Convention and Visitors Bureau, who happens to be today's sponsor. So thank you for that. And uh, we want to give you an idea of what this relatively unknown region, or at least unknown to us uh, in the U.S., is like and why LGBTQ plus travelers should be adding it to uh, their list of vacation hotspots. Yeah, so Julia was the owner of Lil's Bagel, which was a, or Bagels, which was a Covington, Kentucky bagels, coffee, and more shop that was also a local LGBTQ community spot for events. And Lil's is currently being reimagined into a new space as Lil's Kitchen. And Hannah is the vice president of operations at New Rift Distilling in Newport, Kentucky. And Newport is right next to Covington. And both are just across the river from Cincinnati, Ohio. New Rift is a family and independently owned bourbon distillery that's on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour. So we're excited to talk to both of them about this region of the U.S. So, yes, but first, we're going to talk about some events, right? Yes, exactly. Because we love to use events as a reason to travel because it's kind of a fun excuse to get to see a new destination that maybe you wouldn't normally go to because you're really going to go to this event, but then you get to discover the destination while the guarantee of having a fun activity to do. So we've done that for uh, many of our trips. So uh, you can start us off as what's the first event. All right. That we've so without further ado, without further ado, we have uh, 10 events in no particular order, except that they are chronological. Uh, so starting first, May 27th through 29th, we have the Taste of Cincinnati which brings uh, together the region's top restaurants, food trucks, and market vendors together for uh, more than 65 food booths. And uh, it includes local craft beer and local music. And then shortly thereafter is actually Northern Kentucky Pride, uh, which is uh, on June 4th. Then there is the Newport Italian Fest, where you can enjoy authentic and not-so-authentic Italian eats, ranging from cannoli and chicken cacciatore to mozzarella, mac and cheese, and meatballs on a stick all made by local restaurants. You got the cacciatore, is... you practiced that. <laughs> Don't tell them, I just know that. <laughs> That's June 8th through 11th. We have another one coming up. Oh, but this one's, practice. hang on, this one's harder. Gleer's Get, Get a Fest. <laughs> July 27th to the 30th. Uh, similar to breakfast sausage, Geta is a mix of pork, beef, spices, and pinhead oats that was invented by the area's vast German immigration population. Each, each Geta Fest vendor must include it in at least one of their dishes. All right, so go get a it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bad. all right, moving on. So bad. So bad. Uh, we have the Burlington Antique Show, which is the third uh, Sunday uh, every, well, it's the third Sunday of the month from April to October, where shoppers can uh, peruse the stalls of more than 200 authenticated antique dealers. And then uh, from July 20th to the 22nd, we have the Cincinnati Music Festival. And, and we've actually talked a lot about Cincinnati, but I haven't actually talked about the region. Just to let you know, Cincinnati is sort of on the north side of the Ohio River. And then just on the south side is, is where this northern Kentucky region is. So it's kind of on the, it's on the uh, border of two states. So that's why we're talking a little bit about Cincinnati, if you're wondering what the hell is going on. <laughs> <laughs> it so, took us a while to learn the region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Cincinnati Music Festival or, originated as the Ohio. Valley Jazz Festival 1962, and uh, it's been bringing the nation's top R&B, jazz, hip-hop, and soul talent to the re region ever since, uh, and past headliners have been included Miles Davis, 
Whitney Houston, Stevie Wonder, and Janet Jackson. And I'm supposed to say something nasty. Girl, no, but... I told you not to say it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew you'd butcher it. <laughs> If you can't do it, if you're Ms. nasty, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, but if you're not going to do it right, this is I knew you were going to mess it up. On August 5th, there's the Ohio River Paddle Fest. The river closes to motorized traffic during the event to allow person powered water vehicles to float nine miles from the east end of Cincinnati to downtown. The paddle ends with a finish line festival featuring a local steel drum band, craft beer, and food trucks. Did you say uh, Cincinnati? <laughs> With an SN Cincinnati? Did I? I think I'm you did. Oopsie. Well, lucky <laughs> I can edit this out. Then uh, uh, August 10th through 13th, there's the Great Inland Seafood Festival. In August, you can enjoy seafood dishes at Newport's Festival Park, including shrimp, boy, crab boils, fish tacos, lobster rolls, and even critter bites stuffed with gator, shark, and catfish. I'm not sure if that sounds amazing or a little bit odd. It sounds pretty good to me. Well, anyways, wrapping up uh, the fall season, we have Riverfest on September 3rd. Um, so it's an annual Riverfest fireworks display that takes place on the Ohio River every Labor Day weekend. And uh, last but not least, we have uh, lots of Oktoberfest celebrations. So the Covington Oktoberfest, September 8th through 10th, Oktoberfest, Zinzinati with a Z. I didn't make a mistake. Okay, well. <laughs> um, from September 14th through the 17th. And the Newport Oktoberfest uh, from September 22nd to the 24th. So all in September, as they normally do, because Oktoberfest never seems to be in October. I it's don't a understand. German Which one of these would you want to go to if we could go well, there? Well, I do love Oktoberfests. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I really like I would that. go to the Newport Italian Fest because it just sounds like Although it's going to be a fest, fun. The Food Festival and Meat Fest and Music Festival sound pretty There's a lot of good ones to choose from. If you want to learn more about Northern Kentucky and about these events, you can visit meetnky.com and get all the info. If you like the show, please subscribe to it on Collins, Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts and give the episode a like with the heart icon once it's published. And of course, you can always follow us on social media. We're always at Too Bad Tourist. Lastly, please feel free to leave a comment about what you want to hear more of or maybe what you don't want to hear more of. Oh, yeah. Uh, We've never said that. But also That's send a good idea. Send yeah. us a message maybe on social like, media. <laughs> send us an email because we do listen to those tips and sometimes we build an episode based on um, listener feedback. If they're good ideas. If they're good. <laughs> okay. Well, let's dive into it. Let's get uh, Julia and Hannah on uh, with us. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, girls. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Julia. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for taking the time to join us today. We can dive right in. We gave your bios at the top of the episode. Feel free to correct us. <laughs> uh, but basically, we want to know a little bit about yourself. So tell us about yourself and uh, what you do. Uh, Julia, if you want to start us off. Yeah. So um have had a lot of change in different careers, one from teaching to then running a bagel business, like you said. And basically, we were kind of forced out of our building due to rent hikes. And um, we were definitely a, a gaggle place, as we would say. Whoa, so <laughs> um, probably one of the queerest places in northern Kentucky and maybe the queerest bagel place in I, you know, the maybe world. the world, but we, we, sur you know, we survived and we actually ended up merging with the bookstore that was right next to us called Roebling Books. And we are um, currently setting up a food menu in each of their locations. So they have three 
uh, Northern Kentucky locations. So we were like, you know what? We'll just make all of Nor- Northern Kentucky super queer. Yeah. And we are in Covington. <laughs> and now we are in Newport. And now we are in Dayton, Kentucky also. So those are all river river cities in Northern Kentucky. So and, cool. and way to adapt. Well, and definitely if you're visiting the region, those are must-visit places uh, to you know, schmooze and meet the community. So that's awesome. also, is it Covington and not Covington? It is Covington. <laughs> All right. Well, oops. Love the, cub <laughs> is the, love the cub is the, the little saying oh, they have. Oh, that's okay, good. Cool. Okay. I can remember that. Well, and what about, what about you, Hannah? Do you want to tell us a little bit of your background? Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in Kentucky. I grew up in Louisville um, and vowed when I graduated high school that I'd never, ever live in Kentucky again. And, fled to either coast for many years where I, I met Julia in New York. Um, but it was right before I actually moved back for an opportunity to work um, at a, I, a just beginning to start idea of a bourbon distillery. And that was like 10 years ago. And so um, my background was in managing nonprofits and voter engagement. And the uh, family that started New Riff was like, hey, want to come? work for us. And I was like, sure, I'll go down there for a little bit. Um, fast forward a decade and ha- I'm here kind of running the joint. Um, tricked Julia into moving to Kentucky back then. <laughs> I believe got that. Got her to, to come down here from Brooklyn. And so, yeah, I manage the day-to-day operations of New Rift Distilling. Um, and I'm one of uh, Lil's best customers also, for awesome. the record. Um, so, so yeah, we're on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. We make Lots of bourbon and rye. You know, we have a, a big tourism element here. Um, you know, there's a lot of bourbon, obviously, in Kentucky. 95% of the world's bourbon is made in Kentucky. But northern Kentucky is kind of off the beaten path. So we like being up here. We're uh, we're like a city kid distillery. You can see downtown Cincinnati from our, our windows. Um, and make world-class whiskey. Um, try to support our community wherever we can. And we're in Newport. So there's these little river towns including Covington, it kind of goes from, from west to east. There's Covington, Newport, Bellevue, Dayton. There's another little town to the west of Covington called Ludlow. And they're all on one road, um, <laughs> only, yeah. but only two or three miles apart. So Right. On, Don't on drive on that road between 8.30 and 9 or 5 and 5.30 uh, if, you're, if you're visiting. Right. Traffic <laughs> advice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so do I understand that it's been about uh, 10 years that you've both been there since, since moving from New York? I guess, yeah. you, Jules, you were a little bit later than me. It took it took me a good year and a half to convince her to come. But, um, yeah, okay. that, eight that to 10 years. Fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm really curious about, like, how was that change from living in New York to going back to northern Kentucky? Um, you know, honestly, so when Hannah was when we were doing long distance, she was living in a neighborhood in Cincinnati called Northside. Um, And when I visited, I was like, wow, this is really queer. And then when we were looking for actual like place to rent together, um, one day when I was visiting, I walked across the the Roebling Bridge, which is like, was the model for the Brooklyn, for the Brooklyn Bridge, um, which felt like, you know, oh, this is the right thing to do. And ended up in Covington and walked around Covington. And I was like, wow, this is really queer, too. Um, And it was closer to the bourbon distillery. um, Very cute, historic city. Lots of amazing architecture, lots of art. And 
so that's where we kind of settled. And I was very surprised, like many of our friends are who come and visit, to see this little haven that's, you know, super accepting, fairly diverse, not to the degree of New York, but, you know, where is. Um, yeah. And very queer and very real, I would say. So um, we just, uh, you know, pretty much loved Covington right away. And we're very surprised by it. But it was nice to be in a place that had a little slower pace, but you could still walk everywhere and even had this little Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, before. Was, uh, Go oh, ahead, Hannah. I was just going to say, you know, I grew up, Louisville's about an hour and a half south of northern Kentucky. And, you know, that's where the Kentucky Derby is and horses. And, like, that's not what northern Kentucky is like at all. It's very different. And I just never spent any time up here and was so delighted to find a place. You know, my motto has always been, like, I have to live to a walkable coffee shop and a walkable bar. And, oh, I love that. Um, yes. You know, that's a low bar in many places. But uh, well, Covington was just such a delight. We could get everywhere. It's right across the river from Cincinnati. And we just settled right in. We actually rented a house for a long time and then bought a house one block away. We, like, rolled our grill around the block instead of putting it in the moving van. That's how close we stayed. <laughs> you know, and it's just a neighborhood where there are these beautiful um, – you know, turn of the century, row houses, and then like, you know, a, a community garden with chickens, and then like uh, an abandoned house on the corner, and then like one of the most fantastic cocktail bars in the country. That sounds so amazing. Well, and you say it's a low bar to like a have a, a walkable coffee shop and a walkable bar, but like where we grew up, I mean, there was nothing walkable. Yeah, nothing. You, you, everything's, you have to drive. We're from Phoenix, Arizona originally, so you have to drive oh, yeah. everywhere. So like there's a lot of regions of, of the U.S., uh, that are, you know, that's not the case. Yeah, so yeah, I, we agree with you 100%. That's ideal. Right. And Hannah, you had like a great segue to what I wanted to say next before I ask the next question, which is um, just a bit of background on this episode. So I had actually met uh, Doc Crane, who, of course, you guys know. Yeah. Um, and so Dot, Dot works for the Tourism Office of Northern Kentucky. And so Dot is, um, along with the Tourism Office, is a member, member of IGLTA, which is the International LGBTQ Plus Travel Association. So I was actually, just like you said, I was a bit surprised to say, oh, wow, like Kentucky is engaging with us. And like Kentucky wants to be part of this community to, you know, promote to the LGBTQ Plus community. And um, so we kind of got to know each other. And, and I was equally surprised, like, wow, I, like, here we are six months later, you know, doing a lot of content on Northern Kentucky. And I never would have thought that would be something we would do in the LGBT space. So I think it's cool sometimes to highlight these destinations that, as you just said, as locals, like, you know, it's sort of this pocket of welcomingness and queerness that people wouldn't otherwise know about. So I really love that. So I just wanted to give that kind of background so our listeners sort of know where it's all coming from. Yeah, I'll tell you guys a funny story. When we first um, first moved, Jules, do you remember when we went to Pike Street Lounge? Like, we didn't yeah. know anybody okay. in Cincinnati. I only knew the people I worked with. And although New Riff, compared to a lot of the rest of the distillery, is, like, more progressive and more urban, like, I knew a bunch of the, the dudes that were making whiskey with me, you know? And so we, we rolled into this little gay bar in Covington that's not open anymore, um, you know, and, and the bartender was there and was doing a tarot card reading. And little did we know 
fast forward a few years. At the time, it was owned by two good friends of ours who were like, you know, the queens of the queer community in Northern <laughs> Kentucky. And it like everybody we know now. The mayor's, all, the mayor's daughter, too. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just was funny now to think about it. It's like, oh, yeah, that, that was everybody. We had just yeah. stumbled upon it, you know? Well, you yeah, mentioned. I, would, I was going to say, I would say that like Northern Kentucky, just like many urban areas that are surrounded by more rural or more conservative areas, just became a hub. You know, um, and it's kind of, it's interesting because unlike my experience, you know, being queer in New York, in northern Kentucky, people just have, you know, these all these different experiences because they come from such different areas and they've had to overcome so much um, in ways that I think living somewhere like New York, where it's, you know, everyone just accepts most people accept difference. It's not really like you're going to stand out or it's not like a major struggle. A lot of the time Um, here, you really just hear all of these stories. And I think people just have, there's just this really strong community because people really want to support one another. It makes sense for the need for that community to be there and that hub to exist. Then in that case, I, I love hearing that. Yeah. Um, we also want to, so both of you, you know, um, uh, working, are uh, working there and, and have your businesses. We want to know what is it like to be a business owner in Northern Kentucky? Owner or manager? Because I think Hannah, you're kind of managing the show there. Yeah, as well, I, too. I definitely don't own New Riff, but Jules, you, you do. So you tell them. Um, I would say it is kind of like the wild west in a way well so when i first opened lil's bagels in covington there was not a, a lot around us so they were just like oh please open this business but as you heard uh it became it, it rapidly gentrified and became a uh all you know rent went up for everyone yeah. and then they were like oh thanks for helping out the neighborhood now you have to pay triple your rent. And it was like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Okay, now I get the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. um, but now that I'm in a business that is in not only Covington, but Newport and Dayton, we're now in another situation where people are like, you can do whatever you want. Like, we'll help you do whatever. And so um, I do think you have more freedom here than other places. Like, I definitely wouldn't couldn't and would not have attempted to open a bagel shop in New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. um, yeah, that, yes. And like, you know, I can email the mayor and be like, hey, just have a question. So that's, that you know, very idea. different. <laughs> hey, mayor, can you help me out with something? Right, right, oh, yeah. right. That really sets, that sets the tone, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of awesome. Just like you have the community right at your fingertips and everybody is just motivated to make it better and to grow, you know, the region. So you have a lot of support there. Yeah, yeah there's, that's a, cool. there's a tremendous amount of, I think, physical and, like, psychological space in a town like this. Like, people are thirsty for new things. They, they want to explore and, and any small business, like, 
you know, until relatively recently that I think some things have gotten a little, as Julia's alluding to, you know, like there's, there's just some people who are grabbing at some dollars that is, you know, whatever. We, yeah. we don't necessarily agree with as individuals, but there's a lot of support in Northern Kentucky, in Cincinnati for small business and for people doing cool stuff. And, and at New Rift, you know, we kind of just came out of nowhere and we were very transparent about our story. You know, there's bourbon distilleries that have hundred year histories and their granddaddy distilled out of the creek behind their yard. And like, we don't have that history. So we didn't make it up. I mean, the name itself is about being a riff, like a guitar riff on this mm -hmm. old tradition. And just from the minute we opened the doors, cause we didn't even have bourbon. We were making bourbon, but aging it. We aged our first products for four years people were just so bought in and ready. You know, they were down to like show up and be supportive and commit. And um, there's just a real sense of that here. It's like, if you open something, people want to come check it out. They want to show up. They're eager for that stuff. And um, it's, that is the, such a great thing about this region. And there is, there are so many little interesting businesses that you just would never imagine you're like why is this here you know <laughs> and it's just like doing great you know uh, for, and that's not just food and drinks that's all sorts of little shops and you know creative services and all these things but if what? you have if you have bourbon it does help i was just gonna say i mean i'm I was, go ahead say that again hannah we didn't hear you Oh, just that whiskey makes things usually easier. Sometimes yeah, exactly. worse, but almost always easier. Well, I'm really glad that Dot was able to introduce us to a couple of local business owners because you have the perspective of, you know, both a local resident visiting those places, but also kind of from the inside and, you know, managing the business and stuff. So it's such a cool perspective. Um, At the top of the episode, we mentioned a few an annual events, uh, 10 of them that go on every year that uh, sounded interesting to us. We're curious uh, if you were paying attention, and hopefully you were. <laughs> and if David did his homework right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you can correct us if I got any of those wrong, but like, do you go to any of them? Do you, is there one that's your favorite? Yeah, well, first of all, oh. you said get it correctly. So oh, job. okay, I Googled it because I did not, because there's an O in there and I don't know what's happening. Yeah, no, um, you, I, it's hard to just explain it. Just get it on a breakfast sandwich, come okay. down sometime. Um, we've been to a lot of them. You know, the Burlington Antique Market is like really cool. Oh, that several, would have been the one I wouldn't have thought of. <laughs> we have several pieces in our house. It's like out in a, the kind of Western side of Northern Kentucky. Um, and then, like, several of the ones you men mentioned, Get a Fest, the Italian Festival, the Inland Seafood Festival, they're all on the, like, riverfront part of Newport. And it's actually really funny. Like, Dot would probably kill me for saying this, but, like, there's a banner that hangs on this bridge between Newport <laughs> and Covington. And, like, in the summer, the banner just almost flips. It's like, it's Sausage Fest, and then it switches, and then it's the Inland Seafood Festival. And they're always so fun. I mean... <laughs> This this part of the country was so German. I mean, we've learned our history of this region. It was very German at the turn of the century in the 1800s. And there's just a really strong drinking culture. And like a anything that can be paired with beer, people are so stoked for. So like- all Beer and sausage. Oh my gosh. Beer and well, sausage. Sold. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Julia, do you remember when we went to Sausage Fest when we first moved here? 
Right. And we were like, we were like going to start a whole Instagram about lesbians eating sausage. Lesbians There's something at a sausage, there. Yeah. Lesbians at a sausage fest. No, I yeah, workshop that. Yeah. Austin yeah. and I are going to a sausage fest tonight, but I think it's a different, different time. Uh-huh. It's not, not the same. It's not German. It's not German. Well, I don't know. There might be some German. Well, there's definitely going to be Germans there. <laughs> it's just one of those, like, all of those things are fun. You know, we spend a lot of time. Um, well, we had a kid, which really ruined our social life. But before oh, that, I'm so sorry. I just, I just, <laughs> David, who, who, who wants a baby? Thank you for the condolences. Um, you just can like kind of walk around and get on your bike and you know stop down at those festivals. They're great, and like you know the the actual food is good, and they're kind of ridiculous. So it's a perfect balance of like. I'm surprised at how delicious this beer and dinner is. And then also like, can you believe what we're seeing right in front of us at Sausage Fest? It's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> special. That's right up our alley. Love it. Well, you, you kind of alluded to it earlier, but I kind of want to ask the question a little bit more directly. So what, what has been your experience? You know, what's your experience been like as a same-sex couple living in the Northern Kentucky region? Um. So... We, we lived in Covington for most of it, and just about, what, two years ago, we moved yeah. um, to Cincinnati, and actually, most days, we'll be like, we really wish we still lived in Covington. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and I guess, like, in Covington, every act- interaction always just feels really authentic, and that you can truly be yourself. And you're never given like a weird look or you feel like someone doesn't know how to interact with you. Whereas there's parts of Cincinnati that you kind of immediately feel ostracized in. It just can get, it can get pretty conservative pretty quick once you get out into the suburbs. Um, But I would say overall um, we've had a very positive experience, um, you know, even after going through the whole process of having a child and, you know, raising a child during the pandemic and all of that, I, I do think it was, um, it's always been very positive. And there's things like yeah, Northern Kentucky Pride that you mentioned that helps with, with that because, um, so there's Northern Kentucky Pride and there's Cincinnati Pride. And you would think that you were, like, in a completely different city if you were just dropped into those, even they're like, they're, like, a mile away from each other. They're just, like, a bridge away from each other. But, like, the um, vibe is totally different? Yeah, yeah. So, like, the Northern Kentucky Pride is very grassroots, very radical. I've been um, kind of, like, on the, on the planning committee for that for the last four or five years. And it is just so local, and the parade is just schools, businesses, churches, you know, and maybe one or two corporations. And then the Cincinnati Pride is, you know, your more typical big city pride yeah, yeah. that you're like, oh, hey, Target and hey, <laughs> right. you know, bank, like what yeah. you're going to do for us when you're not in the Pride Parade kind of thing. Yes, yes. Um, got it. So the Northern Kentucky Pride is definitely one of the most unique prides I've ever been to. And you really feel like you're making, um, you're like, you know, 
you have a real message that you're yeah. communicating in that one, especially because you are in Kentucky. Like you still are in Kentucky, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's, um, I think that's just really unique to the area. And, but like, you know, the fact that I was able to have this really queer bagel shop that was very successful shows you also that it is an accepting area where people are looking for places like that. Right. Okay. So besides queer bagels, an authentic <laughs> Northern Kentucky and pride, pride and sausage fest, <laughs> What, what other reasons why an LG, would a LGBT traveler want to visit Northern Kentucky? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I think there's, it kind of is like parallels, I think, how Julia was explaining our experience. Like, in many ways, it's kind of a non-issue. And, I, you know, we feel very lucky to be in that position in the circles we spend our time in. But, like, you know, I just think about our daycare. I'm pretty sure we're the only queer family at the daycare. And it, it has never been a thing. It was never okay, a question. Cool. It was never an issue. It's just like, oh yeah, that's you know, there's their moms. It's no big deal. And I kind of feel like that about visiting here. Like anything that I would tell, uh, you know, anybody to come to, I feel like queer people should come too. It's just there's some extra stuff that yeah. makes it more fun. But yeah. like, right? But I feel um, like the bar scene is really is really fun. Like the queer bar scene. Um, you can really find whatever type of queer gay bar you're really looking for. So there's, you know, the dive bar of your choice, whether you want it to really be, um, you know, like the oldest lesbian owned <laughs> bar where you could smoke until like last year inside. Um, <laughs> or you really want like your full club experience um, or my favorite bar that I kind of just discovered because now I'm old and I'm not going to bars all the time, but uh, it's called Good Judy's and that's actually on the Cincinnati side, but it's the first bar where I'm like, this is a queer bar. Like it doesn't feel like it's, you know, gay men or just lesbians. Like it is a very, very queer space that has like a dance party every weekend um, a DJ and people are like up on tables and things like that, where it's um, you, it's really like the whole queer community type of Yeah, bar. that's cool because that can be kind of hard to find. I mean, we're, find. you know, mm -hmm. in Madrid and it has a huge uh, queer community and certainly they exist, but they don't stand out. It's they're harder to find and it is going to be more mostly gay men and then the few lesbian bars as well. But um, I, I know what you're when you say the queer space. I, I can I, I see what you mean because we've been to them. But yeah, they're not, you know, everywhere. Yeah, so that's cool to find. And yeah, one of one, like, oh, I was gonna say one event that I want to mention, which everyone will just have to hop on a plane or a bus today to get to, um, is Queer Soup Night, which is <laughs> <laughs> Sunday. The names night. of everything are cracking. So about. it's literally in two days. Um, but it's a national event, and we are the Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky chapter of it. And um, But you'll see it in cities all over. So you could really do like a, a – you could travel the country by just going to Queer Soup Nights. Mm. But the whole I've concept – Yeah. The, a friend of ours started it in Brooklyn. Um, but the whole concept is 
you have a bunch of people make soup and it's all suggested donation to go. And then all of the proceeds go to a local queer organization. So like this Sunday, it's at a brewery in Cincinnati and we're going to have drag and burlesque and open mic and blah, blah, blah. And we have 10 chefs and all of the proceeds go to Cincinnati Black Pride. So um, that also, I think, shows you that it's, you know, an area that is that is up for these kind of like big national events, too. We'll have yeah. to put that a link into that into the show notes. By the time this is published, it will have been in the past. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Next year good luck getting there. But for me and David, we're booking our flights now. <laughs> we'll right, have it right. in the fall again, so you can come cool. to the next one. All right, all right. Could we um, pick your brains a little bit more to get some more like concrete tips and recommendations of like bars, yeah. restaurants, food we should try, where queer travelers should stay, uh, yeah. things like that. Absolutely. Like, give the itinerary gotcha go okay, ahead so hannah on, on the northern kentucky side there's a, a fantastic hotel called hotel covington it's right in the middle of um like the downtown part of covington and is super walkable to the neighborhood where roebling books and wills is just down the street it's walkable to a neighborhood called mainstrass and there are five or six great bars and restaurants on Mainstrasse. And it's like German for Main Street. Literally, you should just go bebop on that street. And it's okay, cute. Cool. And there's a great park right, right. there. And there um, you'll find Rosie's, the bar that I mentioned before. And you'll also find CHAD, which stands for Creative House of Art and Design, um, which is like a little art studio. And then it has a secret bar in the back that I'm is very that. gay. So there's that. Cool. <laughs> Best descriptor of that. <laughs> I mean, anywhere where you can have that. secret gay bars, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, similar neighborhoods in Newport. Like, um, there's a street called Monmouth Street. But I'll give you an example. There's a great little coffee shop called Trailhead Coffee that's tucked in a bike store. And, like, if you want to go get a cup of coffee and you've already had your coffee at Roebling go to Trailhead and it's like, you know, a cool spot just to have a pastry out on the, the front deck and then all the way out into Bellevue and Dayton, the main street is Fairfield. That's where Lil's Kitchen is. There's another place called Unitaza. Um, Jules, like what else? I'm just trying to think. I would say we, like, wander um, also, about. also in Newport, um, there's Crazy Fox, which is another yep. gay bar. That's um, a cool little great, dive bar great too. Marys. Great Bloody Marys. You can play pool there. Um, so that's a, definitely a place to stop. Come come to New Rift Distilling. <laughs> Obviously. I'm, you know, you could, we do tours. Link in the you show can see notes. The whole, yeah, you can see the whole distilling process from literally the silos full of corn to like the bottles being bottled. We have a tasting room, so it's a good place to explore. You can get your stamp for the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Um, are Jules, are we allowed to talk about Cincinnati, or we're supposed to just be Northern Kentucky? I think whatever goes. It's our podcast. You can do whatever yeah, you, you can. want. It's all, they're all in the region. <laughs> so you can, walk, you can walk. <laughs> Sorry, from, you can walk from Covington or Newport in 10 minutes to Cincinnati. So once you cross the bridge, um, there's great gay bars like the Birdcage. Um, that's, you know, right downtown and Bloom, which is like a new 
Um, they mostly have like drag and drag shows and then like dance parties there. So that's one still of legal our... there? They're allowed to perform? <laughs> for now. <laughs> yeah, for now. Not for now. Okay. All right. Um, and we'll then put a on this. <laughs> uh, one of our new finds, which is a really cute wine bar, which you we suggest that you make reservations to because you it's really hard to walk in. It's called Heart and Crew, and that is super cute little wine bar on like a cobblestone street. And then Longfellow, Longfellow. is our other favorite. One of the, one of the bar. greatest bars in America, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> okay. And these like Heart and Crew and Longfellow, um, they're like not particularly queer bars, but like they're places where a lot of queer people are. Like they're just wonderful, lovely spaces that are very welcoming for everybody and have just like, I would put them up against the best bars in New York and LA. Like they just are great cool. places to socialize and be with each other. There's also Finley Market, which is like one of the oldest open air markets in the country that's in the, on the Cincinnati side. So there's, you know, food stalls and um, farmers markets and little shops. And you can actually take, there's a streetcar in Cincinnati. So if you walk from Covington, like over the Roebling Bridge, or you walk from Newport, there's a, a pedestrian bridge. You can take the streetcar right through Cincinnati. Um, you know, we're big like Reds fans, even though they're not so good this year. There's you already lost just... me. On, I don't know. What <laughs> I, know. I don't even it's, know what you're talking about. It's, <laughs> it's, sport, it's sports ball, Got but it. like <sighs> it's a it's a really beautiful stadium. It's right downtown, and they have a Pride Night that's so fun. It's yeah. like oh. just yeah, it's pretty much a party. Okay, so you've watched me, you forced me to watch sports, you've gotten me drunk, you fed me sausage, and you took me shopping. Now, if I want to do a day trip on this itinerary, where would I go? Oh, yeah. Well, there's a couple of cool places. So, um, there are some really beautiful parks. There's a, in, in Hamilton County. So, there's great Hamilton County parks with trails, um, there's a really cool little town called Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. That's about 40 minutes. It would be like if you were going to that Burlington Antique Fair. It's the same direction. Rabbit Hash is like there's a general store and like a dog is the mayor. It's on the river. That's all there is. <laughs> if you like go to the general store, it's really pretty out in the country. Um, and I honestly, it's so charming like as i'm saying out loud what there is to do in rabbit hash i'm like why do i like it so much i'm just, like, I'm just gonna ask you to repeat that anything. because you broke up just a little bit but did you say the dog is the mayor yeah yeah every but every she, year she they perfect she like the dog is and it paused yeah and the then mayor. it paused the mayor. <laughs> i'm gonna look up who the current yeah they it might be they are right very there. they're serious about their dog elections too like who gets elected <laughs> mayor but it's kind of like a little it's like a little motorcycle town. Like there, there's maybe like three places that you can act. It's like, there's like three stores and then there's maybe a little Airbnb that you can stay in. And then there's a little yeah. music venue too, like where you, yeah. know, you might catch like bluegrass. Or yeah, something. There's, a, there's a winery out there. Um, one of the best road trips to take, and it's not because I work at a bourbon distillery, but like you're in Kentucky. So yeah, you can get it. down to some of the like, the literally best distilleries in the entire world within an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. You know, if you go in either direction from, it's kind of like a triangle between Northern Kentucky, Louisville and Lexington. And I actually love Lexington has some really, a really cool queer community too. It's kind of where like all the country gays go. 
Like, you know, they don't really want to move to like Chicago, but they're like, we'll move to Lexington. Um, so there's a bar there called the Bar Complex, which is incredible. Um, really cute food, but it's horse country. So you can literally go and visit the like horse barns where these horses have nicer barns than you'll ever live in. It's a horse you know? mansion. <laughs> They're not barns. It's a horse, They're like, it's a horse mansion. Yeah. You can wow. visit distilleries down there. You know, you can go to all these beautiful places and it's mm-hmm. central Kentucky is just so pretty. That drive is so pretty. So yeah. And there's, that's, a really, um, and- that's a really easy road trip to take. There's an area called the Red River Gorge, and that there's like lots of hiking and camping you can do there. So that's really pretty. Um, but yeah, like you can even just walk along the riverfront or ride a bike, and all of the trails connect where you could ride, you know, to Pittsburgh basically from Cincinnati if you really wanted to. But there's lots, there's lots of cool bike trails too. Well, thank you so much for planning our whole itinerary. I look forward <laughs> yeah. to it. Honestly, like I look forward to the day that I actually get to check out all these places because it, you've really sold it and it sounds amazing. Yeah, we always like to wrap up our podcast uh, with one last question for you. So the question is, where are you both traveling to next? Silence. <laughs> <laughs> it can be uh, <laughs> very local. Or where do you want to travel to? <laughs> Have- I mean, honestly, we're going to, we're like renting a house with a bunch of friends in South Carolina on like an island off of yeah. the, off of Charleston. So that's in our- In August though, in August. Right. It's going to be in very August. It has a pool. It has a pool. Um, but in terms of where we want to go, I would say we talk about Italy the most and mm-hmm. only because we've already been to Spain, but we loved Spain. Like love, Spain. love, love, love. We well, don't take it Barcelona. personally that you want to go to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. Like, I mean, I've been there a few times, and I I always love going back. The, honestly, last year, so we went. Julia turned the big four zero last year, Ooh, and we congrats. just went. We just went back to New York for four days. We left our kid with his grandparents, and I feel like the bar for traveling now is so different for me than it was. Like I am a big traveler i i'm very lucky i've been all over the place but like just sitting and drinking a coffee on the lower east side was like the greatest thing i've ever done so at this point we're like we just want to sit quietly and like look at people it's changed (laughs) italy is the place to do that as well yeah no i think that's a that's a horizon um but yeah we're like beach we try to beach when we can so if we're not like in a city exploring we're trying to sit still in front of the ocean so we'll we're doing this South Carolina trip, and then we go to Rehoboth Beach, like out in Delaware, because um, Julia's oh, yeah. from D.C., and so that's the our East Coast beach of choice. We do that every year, and we'll do it again this year, and then, I don't know, we got to get something on the books. Well, you both have been so kind in sharing all your uh, information and suggestions for our trip to Northern Kentucky, so if we can ever help you out for your next mm-hmm. trip, you let us know, and, and we'll be in contact. Uh, thank you both so much for, for joining us today and, and taking the time. Uh, we can uh, wrap up now. Thank so you, much, girls. Julia and Anna. All right. Thank Thanks. you so much. Thanks Hopefully we can us. meet up in person someday. Yeah. And have yes. yes. Thanks, we're, girls. We're, thank we're, you. We'll yeah, come to Madrid. On <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll come to Madrid. We'll come to Madrid. Yes, please. Thank you. Thanks, okay. Hannah. Thanks, Thanks, Julia. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye. 
Well, we also want to thank all of our live listeners today, which is exactly uh, nobody. <laughs> but that's all right, because you're going to listen to the show afterwards. And uh, thank you, of course, uh, for everyone, all of our guests and listening. So if you like the show, please subscribe to it on Colin. Am I saying your part? I no, this is this. where it doesn't matter. All right. Well, subscribe to it on the Colin, uh, Spotify, on the Colin. Uh, I'm going to start this over. If you like the show, please subscribe to it on Colin, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and give the episode a like with the heart icon once it's published. And as always, you can find us on all the social medias except TikTok because we hate TikTok. <laughs> oh, you can't say that. <laughs> oh, I don't okay. hate TikTok. I just don't like doing it. I mean, videos. don't put that on the air. <laughs> well, you can start again. Let's start from the very top. You can always <laughs> follow us on social media. We're always at two best friends. Let's every welcome platform. Julia and Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> and mess. lastly, uh, please feel free to leave a comment or send us a message about what you want to hear more of or maybe what you don't want to hear more of because we do take uh, some of the advice and create new episodes from it. Next uh, episode will be out in May and you're going to be heading to Puerto Rico uh, in like two days. Yeah, so on Sunday I am flying to Puerto Rico. This will be my third time to Puerto Rico actually. So it's a bit of work and a bit of uh, leisure pleasure. And we plan to do an episode, but we haven't planned when and what and where, but it'll definitely Listen, be, it'll gonna... definitely be all the cool Puerto Rico, mostly focus on San Juan, which of course is the capital. Yeah. They say that Puerto Rico is, is like the, the, the most gay friendly region in the Caribbean, the most gay friendly island in the Caribbean. Uh, and San Juan's the capital. So I'm you'll tell us all about it and I'm then going to the rain see if it's true or not. I'm, be on a catamaran. I'm jealous. It is true because I've been there twice. Okay. Well, I'm excited to talk. Are you going to call in from Puerto Rico or? You know, if all goes, be... if all goes well, yes. If all, if all goes, goes well, better, you... <laughs> if all goes better, I'll be too hungry. I was going to say, yeah, if all goes better, we'll just do a live together. <laughs> yeah, after exactly. The so uh, stay tuned for that episode until next time. Thanks everyone. And we will. Uh, chat soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you again, Julie and Hannah. We'll talk soon. Bye, guys. Bye.